Hey coach, if someone asked you, hey, what's your dominant coaching style? Would you have an answer? And if so, how would you respond? Understanding and mastering various coaching styles is not just a skill, but a necessity. The effectiveness of coaching largely hinges on your ability to adapt your style to the needs of your clients. Coaching style refers to the approach you as a coach take in guiding, instructing, and motivating your clients. It encompasses your methods, techniques, and attitudes. Recognizing that each individual responds differently to various styles is crucial in coaching and in the success of your coaching practice. Knowing about the different coaching styles can give you an edge. It can enlarge your territory. So establishing your unique coaching style is not just beneficial, it's essential. As a coach, your coaching style is your signature. It's your coaching DNA, and it sets you apart and will attract your flock much easier. So grab a pen and some paper because we are about to dive into how you can discover your dominant coaching style and use it to attract the men and women that God has called you to serve. Hey coach, welcome back to the Coach by God Entrepreneur Show. I'm Denise Milianta, self-proclaimed mama bear of the coaching industry, certified professional coach, mentor, consultant, tech trainer, and a faith-fueled business maven with a knack for turning chaos into gold. If you are ready to leverage your hard-earned coaching certification, get clarity, create ripples in the marketplace, build a business that glorifies God, and make money, this podcast is for you. You can find out more and connect with me over at denisemilianta.coach. Ready to dig into today's show? Get ready for a dash of sass, a sprinkle of wit, a dose of wisdom, and a whole lot of no-nonsense strategies that will transform your life and your business. Let's go. Hey coach, welcome back. Are you ready to be coached by God? In today's sassy episode, I will unpack the four dominant coaching styles, first with a little bit of sass, followed by a professional perspective, and I'll share three characteristics of each and what niches they work best with. And then we'll finish it up with how to find your coaching groove. Coaching, like a well-seasoned dish, comes in various flavors. When it comes to leadership and personal development, I believe the four prominent coaching styles that stand out are democratic, autocratic, holistic, and visionary. Let's dive into these styles with a blend of sass, wit, and professional acumen all wrapped up in our faith. I have read articles that reference up to 11 different coaching styles. That's overload for my busy brain. Not only do I like to keep things simple, but I need to keep them simple in order to process and implement. So after studying them, I have narrowed it down to only four. Let's call it the Fab Four. And each of them offers a unique approach to guiding individual clients as well as teams and groups towards success. So let's start with democratic coaching. If democratic coaching had a tagline, it might sound something like, we're in this together, your voice matters. So democratic coaching is like hosting a potluck dinner where everyone brings their own special dish to the table. In the democratic coaching style, it's all about gathering around, sharing ideas, and savoring the flavors of collaboration and inclusivity. 
You, the coach, like a gracious host, invites clients into the decision-making kitchen, stirring up a hearty mix of open communication and shared responsibility. This approach doesn't just cook up short-term solutions. It bakes a delightful cake of empowerment and trust with the coach and the client both holding the spatula. Now, on a professional end, this approach is all about collaboration and group decision-making. It reflects Jesus's model of valuing each individual's input as seen in his interactions with his disciples. So the democratic coach encourages client or flock involvement, and it does value diverse opinions, mirroring the body of Christ where every member has a role to play. Coaches who follow the democratic approach involve their clients in decision-making processes, encouraging open communication and shared responsibility. This style fosters a sense of empowerment and trust between you, the coach, and the client. You can also think of the democratic coaching style as a divine duet rather than a solo act because it really is about teaming up where you and your client mix up a delightful spread of ideas and decisions. It's like having a heart-to-heart with someone who doesn't just nod and smile but actually rolls up their sleeves and dives into the deep end with you. This style is all about empowering your clients to speak up because their voice matters. It's not just coaching, it's a partnership blessed with trust and sprinkled with a little bit of heavenly wisdom. Okay, so three characteristics of a democratic coaching style are inclusive decision-making, right? This is like a church leadership team. This style values the voices of all. Empowerment. It empowers team members, just like Jesus is, Jesus empowers his disciples. And it's feedback-oriented. So you're open to feedback, just like the Psalms are filled with honest prayers, right? It's open feedback. So three pros for the Democratic coaching style are it boosts morale. Like a well-sung hymn, it lifts spirits by valuing everybody's input. It also fosters creativity. It encourages a multitude of ideas similar to the diversity in creation. And lastly, it builds team unity, right? It does promote a sense of unity, reflecting the oneness of the church. Now, three cons to the democratic coaching style can are, one, it can be very time consuming. It can be as slow as waiting for a prayer to be answered. Number two, it's a risk of inconsistency. Like varying Bible interpretations, decisions can lack consistency. And there is a potential for conflict, especially in a team or group um, setting, because different voices can lead to a Babel-like confusion. And we really don't want that, right? So what does democratic coaching look like in a one-on-one setting? Well, the democratic coaching style does transform into a beautiful balance of give and take. You can picture it as a conversation over coffee with a wise friend, right, rather than a lecture from a distant authority. So I want to share what democratic uh, coaching style looks like. It is a two-way street, empowering questions, collaborative goal setting, feedback and reflection, encouraging ownership. So in essence, democratic coaching in a one-on-one setting is about creating a space of mutual respect and collaboration where both the coach and client 
are engaged in a journey of discovery and growth. It's really less about leading the way and more about walking alongside. So for relevant niches, I would say personal development and life coaching because individuals seeking personal growth can really benefit from this style as it empowers them to explore and articulate their own goals and values. This, this really does help with fostering self-awareness and with confidence. I think it also works well in health and wellness coaching because in areas like fitness, nutrition, or mental health, a democratic approach can help clients feel more in control of their journey, making them more likely to stay committed and motivated. Moving on to autocratic coaching, if that had a tagline, it would say, it would might sound like my way or the highway. Now, I'm going to give you the sassy definition of autocratic coaching. It's like Moses leading through the Red Sea. There's little room for backtalk when you're parting waters. Or picture a master chef in a top-notch restaurant. That's the essence of the autocratic coaching style. The chef is not going to wait for the diner's opinions to dictate the menu. Oh, they're going to go set the table with decisive, authoritative flavors. So coaches with this style whip up a structured, goal-oriented strategy, perfect for those moments when you might need a quick decision or clear directive. It's like a dash of salt in a soup. And it's not about suppressing voices, but it's about adding a strong, guiding hand when the kitchen gets too busy. It's also like having a personal trainer for your life decisions, firm but fair. This approach is for those times when your client needs someone to cut through the noise and just give it to them straight. It's, it's like a no-nonsense sermon that hits the spot. It's about structure and clear direction. Think Moses with his tablets, giving you the commandments for your life goals. In this style, you the, co- you the coach take the reins. It's all about guiding your clients through the wilderness to the promised land of their objectives. Now, full disclosure, this is my dominant coaching style, um, but it works really well because of what I do with my clients. Uh, In a professional perspective, the autocratic coaching style is characterized by a strong directive approach. It's reminiscent of Old Testament leaders. It's about clear guidance and firm decisions, mirroring the authoritative nature of God's commands. Now, when working one-on-one, the autocratic coaching style provides a clear directive guidance, particularly useful in situations require, requiring that rapid skill, acquisition, or performance improvement. This style involves setting specific goals or a framework or a pathway. It gives structured plans and it will close, you will closely monitor progress. It's well-suited for situations like executive coaching, where decision, action, and quick results are needed, or when coaching individuals who require strong direction and clear boundaries. So three characteristics for this type of coaching style are directive leadership. It's like a prophet's clear vision. It's all about direct guidance. Quick decision-making. Decisions are made faster than David slung his stone, and it's a controlled environment. Like Noah's Ark, everything has a place and order. The pros to the autocratic coaching style are efficiency. Things are going to get done a lot quicker than Noah building the ark. It provides clear direction. It offers direction as clear as the Ten Commandments. 
and strong leadership. It shows strength like Samson before the haircut. So three cons to the autocratic coaching are lack of creativity. This can be as stifling as a Pharisee's mindset. And it might provide low team morale if you're working in a team setting because it might leave the team members feeling as if they were overlooked like Job sometimes did. And uh, another con is resistant to change. Like this can be as rigid as the laws as as the laws in Leviticus. All right, relevant niches for the autocratic coaching style, uh, characterized by a more directive and controlling approach, can be effectively integrated into certain one-on-one -on -one coaching niches where that structure, that clear guidance, and strong leadership are crucial. So performance and discipline coaching might be one of them, crisis management coaching, uh, corporate turnaround coaching. This is a good one because in business environments, facing significant challenges or requiring uh, major turnaround, this coaching style can help instill a sense of urgency and direction. Uh, Goal-oriented coaching. This is for clients with specific term goals, particularly where there is little room for deviation. So an autocratic approach will help keep the focus tight and progress on track. Or task-oriented coaching. This is where specific tasks or skills need to be mastered within a limited time frame. So I think that this coaching style can really provide the direct instruction and feedback that is needed. So this works really well with the type of coaching that I offer my clients. I help my clients start and build a business from the ground up, and it does require a nice blend of autocratic coaching and some other coaching, but I don't want to give away the surprise yet. So in each of these niches, the autocratic coaching style is beneficial for its ability to provide that clear guidance and direction. Um, again, I'll wrap it up by saying it's most effective in situations where that quick decision-making uh, is needed, adherence to strict guidelines, or significant improvements in performance are needed. The next coaching style is what we call holistic coaching. And if it had a tagline, it would say something like nurturing the body, mind, and spirit. Now, holistic coaching is like the Good Samaritan, caring for all aspects of a person's well-being, or like a gardener who tends to every part of their garden with equal love and attention. Holistic coaching is just like that. It nurtures the whole person. So coaches with a holistic style don't just look at the surface like a single flower or a leaf. They consider the roots, the soil, the sunlight, like every aspect of their client's lives. So it's not just about achieving those goals. It's about understanding your client's values, facing challenges head on, and then blossoming into a well-rounded individual. It's a journey towards personal growth and self-awareness, bordering every part of the soul. Now, from a professional standpoint, this style focuses, again, on the whole person. It's akin to Jesus' approach of healing both physical and spiritual um, ailments, right? So it emphasizes personal growth, emotional intelligence, and spiritual development. And in a one-on-one -on -one setting, the holistic coaching style focuses on the client's overall development, considering all aspects of their professional and their personal life. So this approach helps in, in identifying how different areas of life influence one another 
or how to achieve that balance. It's effective for clients that are seeking that work-life that work -life balance or maybe career transitions and overall life satisfaction. You as the coach will assist your client in exploring like a range of life aspects from career ambitions to personal well-being, and you kind of want to ensure a well-rounded development plan. The characteristics for holistic uh, coaching are it is person-centered, and I like this because it focuses on the individual needs, like Jesus attending to the one lost sheep. It also uh, supports and encourages emotional intelligence, right? Intelligence. It values emotional health as much as Proverbs values wisdom and spiritual growth. It encourages that spiritual development, reflecting the growth of the early church. So three pros to the holistic coaching style are deep relationships, it's going to build relationships deeper than the well where Jesus met the Samaritan woman. It provides long-term development. It's going to foster growth like the mustard seed growing into a tree. And it's going to enhance self-awareness. It's going to promote introspection similar to David's reflective psalms. Now, three cons to the holistic coaching style are time intensive. So it could require more time than Paul's missionary journeys. And it's less goal-oriented. So it, it can be as indirect as some of Jesus's parables. And there is an overemphasis on the individual. So you might miss the forest for the trees if you're focusing too much on the individual. So this style is particularly beneficial in settings that require a deep understanding of your individual, of individual motivations, such as personal development, and the holistic coaching style emphasizes on understanding and developing the whole person. So um, it, it does have a broad range of niches. Uh, it benefits uh, in life coaching, right? Personal goals, professional aspirations, relationships. It works well with the health and wellness coaching, uh, mental health coaching and counseling, career coaching, spiritual coaching, personal development, relationship and family coaching, and also executive coaching. So you see, it really does work well with a wide range of niches. Moving on to our last coaching style is visionary coaching. And if it had a tagline, it would say, casting a vision worthy of the promised land. Visionary coaching is like John's revelation. It's all about the grand vision of what's to come. Or envision a lighthouse guiding ship towards a distant dreamy shore. Visionary coaches are like that beacon of light, inspiring and motivating clients by painting a compelling picture of the future. They help clients not just see their long-term goals, but to reach them with some zeal and passion. Visionary coaching is about lifting someone's gaze to the stars and pursuing dreams and aspirations with the conviction of a faith-filled heart, always trusting in a brighter tomorrow. A professional summary of visionary coaching is that it's characterized by inspiring and motivating to individuals towards a compelling vision, right? It's, it's like prophetic visions in the Bible where leaders inspire followers with a clear and captivating future. Now, tailored for one-on-one -on -one relationships, the, the visionary coaching style is about 
inspiring and guiding clients towards their long-term professional and or personal goals. So it's going to involve helping your clients articulate what their future aspirations really are to develop a strategic, a strategic plan to achieve it and then help them stay motivated throughout the journey. So this style is really good for, it's beneficial for career coaching, leadership development, or any individual that really wants to make a significant change in their life. So some of the hallmarks of visionary coaching are, it's inspirational, it motivates through a clear, compelling vision, just like Daniel, well, it's always looking along. Strategic planning, it focuses on long-term goals and innovation. Hello, does that scream Nehemiah or what? And then change management. It guides through transitions and new challenges. Moses, anyone? All right, three pros. <clears throat> High motivation, inspires like David's Psalms. Clear direction, provides a clear path like the Star of Bethlehem. And innovation, it encourages new ideas as fresh as the New Testament. Three cons. Risk of overambition can be as overly ambitious as the builders of the Tower of Babel. Potential for disappointment. High expectations can lead to disappointments like those of the Israelites in the wilderness. And then a neglect of present needs, right? You can overlook current issues like Martha focusing on preparations instead of Jesus's presence. Now let's talk about a couple of those one-on-one -on -one um, coaching scenarios, right? The visionary coaching style, known for its focus on the big picture, works really well with entrepreneur, entrepreneurial and business coaches, uh, business coaching, career coaching, executive coaching, personal development. You know, it also works really well with technology and innovation coaching because in fields where technology is rapidly evolving, Visionary coaching can help professionals stay ahead of trends and think creatively about future developments. It's also really good for sustainability and environmental coaching. I know that doesn't sound very sexy, but for those who are working in sustainability or environmental sectors, visionary coaching can really aid in developing in, in innovative solutions to those complex global challenges. So in each of these niches, the visionary coaching style does help by encouraging the clients to think beyond immediate and conventional fostering, uh, conventional fostering innovative thinking, strategic planning, and a focus on the long-term goals and impacts. So wrapping up the four dominant coaching styles of democratic, autocratic, holistic, and visionary, each of them offer unique benefits and are suited for different situations. Now, it's really important to understand and apply these styles effectively Leaders and coaches can help unlock the potential of their clients and their teams if they're using the right coaching styles. And I also want to add here that there are times when you might use more than one coaching style. So it is important to understand what the different coaching styles are, because when 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 we when we include um, like the wisdom of Solomon and the heart of David to these coaching styles, we can, these coaching styles will all lead to transformative outcomes. The key is to blend the approach with the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Self I mean, after all, 
In the journey of coaching, just as in life, these fruits are going to make all the difference. Okay, sassy recap coming up here. Today we discussed dominant coaching styles. Each of us has a dominant style, but that doesn't mean that we will never need to adopt another style on the fly while coaching a client. It's important to understand them all and know when to switch hats. So the Fab Four, democratic coaching, think of it as a group hug. Everyone gets a say, and it's all about team spirit, perfect for when you want to spark creativity and get everybody involved. Autocratic coaching, this is my way or the highway approach. It's quick, decisive, and not for the faint of heart, my friends. Ideal for those moments when time is ticking and you need to make the call. Holistic coaching, here's where you're going to bring out your inner shepherd, caring for every aspect of your flock. It's personal, it's deep, and it's all about balancing life and work. And then lastly, visionary coaching, get your prophetic glasses on because this style is all about dreaming big and leading people towards a bright, shiny future. Think Moses, but with a whiteboard and a laser pointer. Now, if you want to find your coaching your coaching groove, here are my five, um, my five steps. Know thyself. It's like reading your own personal scripture. What makes you tick? Are you a listener? The, the strategist, or the life of the party. Figuring this out is your first step to coaching greatness. And then the client-centric chameleon. You need to adapt, my friend. Each client is a unique puzzle, and you've got to tweak your style to fit your client's needs. It's not just smart. It's what Jesus would do. And then the tech-savvy shepherd, right? You want to stay on top of trends. Think David with a slingshot app. Use mindfulness apps or digital platforms, anything that keeps you ahead of the game. And number four, branded like Bethlehem, people. You got your style down? Shout it from the digital rooftops. You want to use social media, your website, or old-fashioned networking to spread the good word about your unique coaching approach. And then lastly, feedback is your manna. Keep an ear to the ground and listen to your flock. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. It keeps you sharp, relevant, and ready to lead. So in short, embrace your inner coaching style, tailor it to your flock, stay ahead of the curve, and don't forget to tell the world about it. You're not just a coach. You are a light unto the world of leadership. If you want to discover your dominant coaching style and become a client magnet, take my free quiz, the link is in the show notes. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Coach by God Entrepreneur. If this blessed you, please hit the subscribe button and leave me a review. I would be truly blessed if you shared this podcast with another coach. And remember, success in coaching is not just about what you achieve, but who you become in the process. Tune in for more insights and actionable strategies in my upcoming episodes. Stay connected, stay inspired, and let God lead the way to your coaching greatness.